Welcome to the GSD Factor Podcast Season 2 with your host, Misha Blamar-Farish. Welcome to the GSD Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Misha Blamire-Farish, and today I am honored to have Dr. Michelle Morkert joining me today. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Misha. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining. So, Dr. Michelle, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Sure. Thank you. So I am a women's leadership coach, but I like to say that I'm the coach for trailblazing women because I believe that, you know, we all need to stand up, show up, speak up in all the spaces. And so I help women get into the room until they're ready to up level to that next room. Um, I've got a PhD in women's and gender studies, and I've got a coaching certification and a specialization in competence coaching. And I've done some leadership consulting with the State Department in Croatia and Poland. And I just really, you know, I love to look at how the patriarchy operates all around the world and all the disruptions of it all around the world. And I feel like that helps me understand how we're all operating individually in this world. So it's it's like the big picture and the little picture. And I bring that all in um, to my clients. You are the GSD worldwide woman is what I like to call you. Awesome. Well, today we're going to dive into the topic of be influential. And from a GSD factor perspective, we talk about the connection to be influential is the capability to lead by example, as an actionable leader, connecting with those around you, you, you know, those of us that are being influential, we're looking to that future, we're bringing alongside the next generation, right? And we're mentoring mm-hmm. them so they can stand on our shoulders. So let's dive in and would love your perspective, Dr. Michelle, from a, what do you see as um, some of the key points of being influential? Yeah, this is such a good topic. I'm so um, happy that you invited me to be on this podcast around this topic because it gave me a chance to dig deep a little bit, you know, in myself and really think about what it means. Cause it's like, I'll see somebody and it's like, oh yeah, they're influential, but why are they influential? Right. So I really started to think through this. And what I came up with is it's like all these people that I look at who are influential they're living themselves authentically out loud without apology. And, and along with that, they're lifting and leading, like you talk about, you know, standing on the shoulders. So it's like recognizing whose shoulders you're standing on now and then becoming the shoulders for the next set. But it's really about being who you are fully, 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 today, right now, and continuing to dive in to figure out who you are, where are your edges, you know, where are your challenges, where do you want to expand, and just doing that without apology. Amen to that. When you're talking and coaching your trailblazing women, Mm -hmm. what do you think you see is the hardest or the biggest obstacle they face when they are trying to live out their true authentic self? And Mm -hmm. when they are trying to live out that being that influential in their own lives. Yeah. It really goes back to the limiting beliefs. Um, You know, I think of all the ways that we learn how to be who we are and gender is such a big one for me. Um, You know, there's that 
gender sex assignment at birth, there's that box that's checked on the birth certificate. And it's like that box continues for the rest of our lives. And we're taught how to fit into it. And that just really restricts us so much. And we don't even know we have these limiting beliefs. And so the limiting beliefs lead to all these other things that we hear about in terms of imposter syndrome, right? Like perfectionism Mm -hmm. and self-doubt and overwork and self-sabotage. But it really goes back to you know, how we're taught not to take up too much space, when to Mm -hmm. talk, when not to talk, what's an option for you and what's not an option. Um, You know, what, what happens when you push the limits because a trailblazer by nature is going to push the limits because that's what they do. That's what we do, right? You're a trailblazer. I'm a trailblazer. This is what we do. And we have to be the first. Somebody's the first to try something new. That's not easy. That's why we're shattering the glass ceiling. But how many times you hit your head on it, right? How uncomfortable is it? And when it feels uncomfortable and we get some backlash, we think, oh, right, we're doing something wrong. But that's from these, you know, internalized limiting beliefs that we have that everybody has. And I think that is it. And that's why partnering with a trailblazer is so rewarding for me because when they're getting their shit together, then they're going on to get shit together for the rest of us. So many amazing nuggets in that. And, you know, one of the things I'd love to dive into, right. You talk about once that box is checked, right. There's things Mm -hmm. that we are conditioned to Mm -hmm. do or say, or act. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. You know, the thing I have a, you know, I have a son and a daughter, right? And my husband and I have been very mindful of making sure that we are raising them, you know, balanced and equal, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, not only did our daughter have baby dolls, but our son has had baby dolls, right? Not Mm -hmm. only has our son done sports, but our daughter has done sports, right? And so there's not a lot of things that we have said that they can't do because of their gender. And I think Mm -hmm. when I was early in my career, you know, and for me, business was kind of my, was my backup plan. My dad, who'd been in the industry, you know, in the corporate space for many, many years, recognized that, recognized my leadership ability, recognized my ability to connect with people, but also recognized that I was going to face some of those glass ceilings just because I was a woman. Mm -hmm. And so early on, he taught me golf and he taught me football Mm -hmm. and he taught Mm -hmm. me all the sports because he said, the business deals happen on the golf course. It's not right. It just is. So you need Mm -hmm. to be ready to have those conversations. And we come from a family, you know, a family line of football, um, you know, in a lot of different capacities. And so not only was it a family passion across our family, but it was also, you need to be able to talk sports in the office. You need to be able to talk sports um, with your clients, because if you're able to do that, you will actually be, you actually have a seat at that table. And I'm forever grateful Mm -hmm. for that. Right. And so Mm -hmm. what's funny is, you know, I'll get passed over for a conversation because, oh, well, we're talking football. Or if I'm at, if I'm at a cocktail hour or a happy hour with clients or things, you know, it's this, oh, do you want a glass of wine? Oh, do you want a martini? When I order my bourbon on the rocks or my bourbon mm-hmm. neat, right? Mm-hmm. They are shocked, right? Because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a bourbon drinking football sports fanatic who also has a company called Get Shit Done, right? So Mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. quite fit that picture for them. And Mm -hmm. I think as, you know, I think as, you know, 
as we're looking at that, right, it's, we don't want to deny who we are, but mm -hmm. there are some tools in our toolbox that we say, you know what, unfortunately, this is still the bias today. So I'm going to be prepared on how to counter that. Mm -hmm. Right. It's about strategizing. That's what yes. I think. It's it, That's really what it is. And so I talk about this with my clients in terms of, okay, let's strategize about how you want to respond to the situation, how you want to show up in this situation. And, you know, how can you be who you are, but also set up those boundaries? Cause not everybody is entitled to your, all of your genius, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like we get to yes. decide how we show up in all the spaces. And as long as we're going into it, really aware of that, I think that's a great strategy. I love that. Yes. I, I love how I do love that strategizing, right? Because it is, it's, we have to strategize because we have to navigate, right? And hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, improvements are being made, but more improvements certainly mm -hmm. need to be made. Mm -hmm. And I think what's important, especially, you know, um, there's a recent article out there that talks about, um, you know, this is the first time in history, uh, and this was published by Forbes, right? The first time in history when 10% of the CEO is actually held by women in that position, mm -hmm. right? That's the first mm -hmm. time ever. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, it's really, it's really sad that that, that 2023 is the first year that that's happened, but mm -hmm. it shouldn't stop there. Right. Um, and the conversations mm -hmm. that I've had with individuals is, so now that we're there first 10, let's hit the next 10 and let's hit the next 10 and let's hit the next 10. And the reality mm -hmm. is that as a mother of a daughter, she's because of where society is at, she is still going to see and experience and maybe be first at something or mm -hmm. observe a lot of firsts. And mm -hmm. I guess my question to you, Dr. Michelle, would be, you know, as parents, as we're raising our tiny humans, mm -hmm. you know, what is the, what is that parental advice, right? When we are experiencing firsthand, a lot of those firsts, especially for our female daughters. Mm -hmm. You know, I can remember going into parenting very <laughs> naively thinking, well, I'm <laughs> going to raise my daughter, um, you know, to be who she wants and we're going to break all these gender norms and, you know, all of that, or, or if she doesn't want to, right. Like we're just going to be really attentive to this. And then I realized, oh, but then there's the real world outside of our home right? It, because yes. we can do all these things and try to create some sort of space um, that's very private and um, safe and engaging. And, you know, like I used to take my kids um, when they wanted to go see, you know, the Twilight series. Yes. Okay. Listeners, don't turn this off. I'm telling you, if you have opinions about the Twilight series, <laughs> keep listening. Um, because I had opinions about the Twilight series too, right? And I'm like, okay, they want to go to these midnight showings with their friends. And then I would need to stay because they're they're like not able to drive, you know? So I would go with them. I'm like, okay, but like, what's the rule? And so they always knew, right. So on the way home, we're going to have a conversation and do a gender analysis as a family. you know. <laughs> and so it was like, I think it's a both and, you know, because yes. 
they wanted to go and there were reasons that they wanted to go that we decided, okay, well, there are some benefits there. But then my kids also didn't watch a lot of Disney when they were really little. They watched Disney mm-hmm. when they were older, for example. Um, and so some things my kids did differently than others and some things my kids did the same as others. And, you know, raising your kids to be different means that you're going to have to parent differently. You're going to have to parent, you know, very specifically to those glass ceilings that your child is going to encounter, right. Or shatter or hit up against. Um, And I think it's very easy and idealistic to think, well, we're just going to change the world with our kids. Mm, It's not, Mm -hmm. that's not how it plays out actually. Yes. Both and I love that. Yep. Yep. So let's mm-hmm. pivot and speak now to those female leaders that are listening, right? <clears throat> that are really saying, you know, I want to hit the glass a ceiling. I want to break the glass ceiling. I want to be influential. I want to mm-hmm. be a trailblazer, but I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Who does? <laughs> who does? And that's the whole point of it, right? That's why we need these yes. trailblazers. That's why um, I love working with specifically mid-career women. And here's why. Because they've already blazed some trails, right? They've already mm-hmm. stepped into their courage and they already have some accomplishments under their belts. And then they get to this point where they think, well, this is probably all I get to do, right? Like I've done enough. Or mm. now the, the risk of up-leveling again, it just seems like there's too much cost to it. I could lose too much. And I love to work with them because I think that when we up-level, we you know, create an opportunity for other people to up-level as well, right? Mm-hmm. And they see it. So we become the examples of other people. So one, I think don't go it alone because trailblazers are exhausted and they're lonely. And despite what other people think, they still feel scared. Yes. Um, so when I see an influential woman, I think to myself, oh, she has a support system. Some, yes. Somebody or some yes. people that she can really trust. And we all need that. And sometimes that's where coaching comes in because, mm-hmm. you know, I sure, I care about your org. I care about your business, but not really. I just care about you and your transformation. And I'm here to walk alongside with you. So I think you find support. Um, I think that you learn and watch from others if you if there are others around you who you've seen. Um, and I think that you reach out and try to talk with some of those people if it's possible, right? To talk to mentors yes. um, and develop that relationship too, even if you are mid-career, even if you have already achieved something. Because the other thing that I learned very recently through a personal experience that I was in um, talking with some people who are really high achieving women um, on the global stage was they didn't just succeed publicly. They failed, quote, air quotes, failed publicly too. Mm -hmm. And wow, the lesson that I learned from their successes and failures in public is invaluable. And so I think, you know, we don't just look at the people who we want to you know, model ourselves after because they succeeded, but let's look at what their whole journey has been. Because when we think being a trailblazer is exciting and sexy, uh-uh, it's really right. not. That's it's, just hard. You know? Yes. It's really hard. And it's looking, it's looking at, you know, 
you know, I believe we can learn something from everything, right? Learning mm-hmm. what to do, learning what not mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Not only do I learn from my own lived experiences, though, in, in that I also believe you can learn from observing and absorbing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So to your Mm -hmm. point, Mm -hmm. when you are listening to those podcasts or those audio books or, you know, building that what we call the GSD factor clan and our insiders board. Right. And there's more Mm -hmm. of that um, in the book and in our own community here with here Mm -hmm. at GSD factor. Right. It's that idea of you have that group of people. It's ironing, sharpening iron, but it's, mm-hmm. and your people are growing and transforming with you. So your GSD mm-hmm. factor clan or your GSD factor insiders board, one's for more personal in personal growth, one's more professional growth. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. idea, right, is that your clan or insiders board should not look the same year mm-hmm. over year. And if it does, mm-hmm. it's an indicator that you're not growing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. And yes. also, mm-hmm. what are you? What are those other resources that you're tapping into? What are those books that you're reading, or those podcasts, that, or that LinkedIn mm-hmm. community that you're a part of? Right. Mm-hmm. What are those different things that you're doing to say? You know, I would say that you know, New Zealand's prime uh-huh. minister that yeah. just stepped down. You know, she's an amazing leader. You know, she hit a lot of firsts, right? Mm-hmm. If you know, first female prime minister of New Zealand, she hit it at 37. She was the first female leader to have a, um, mm-hmm. in, in that type of role to have a kid while, you know, mm-hmm. during her, mm-hmm. during her tenure there. And now mm-hmm. she has stepped down because she has said, my, my tank is empty. I, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do this job justice. I can't do this job of what I need to do. So I'm going to have the, I'm going to have the grace to know when to step in and when to step out. Mm, Right. Because that's, and I love that example because we're not just working on ourselves. We're working within systems, right? So it's like, we're hoping to improve systems as we're blazing these trails. So I, you know, started out saying that we need to be ourselves and out loud without apology, but that's not always popular. And we can't always do that in the way we might like, which is where the strategizing comes in. So we're doing two things at once. We're shaping systems and cultures in the workplace. You know, you mentioned, um, you know, about um, women in leadership, right? And I'm thinking too about in government, we have the most women, in government, in Congress now than we've ever had before, right? So we're trying to shape the government. And yet, if I look at the Senate, I think it's what we've got 24 women um, senators and maybe, oh gosh, I'm thinking it's like 20 or no, maybe 18, 19 are white women. So we still have a long way to go, right? In terms of diversity. Um, Two of those women um, are gay and they're, you know, out. So, I mean, that's interesting. We've got, you know, like two, I think it's, um, Asian American Pacific Islander senators, right. We've got, Mm -hmm. um, but we've got a Latina Senator we've got, you know, so, I mean, there, there is some representation, but it's, it's not there yet. Right. So we're working on ourselves and yet we're working in systems sometimes that make us feel like we don't belong. And so we have to know that that's part of the journey. And so I think when we're influential, we have to expect a little bit of that backlash. And I like to think of the backlash as a sign that we're making progress. 
Yes. Yes. 100%. Dr. Michelle, thank you so much for this conversation. I feel like we could go on for hours and hours <laughs> and be sure to check out our Be Influential blog. Dr. Michelle and I co-wrote that one for GST Factor blog. So be sure to check that for some additional insights. Dr. Michelle, how can our GST Factor podcast listeners connect with you? Sure. They can find me on my website, michellemorker.com. You'll probably put that in the show notes and you can reach out to me there to talk about coaching and to chat about all things gender. Cause it's what I do. It's my jam. I do it all day, every day. And you can also find me on LinkedIn at Dr. Michelle Morker. Thank you so much, Dr. Michelle. Thank you to our GSC Factor podcast listeners. Really appreciate the conversation today and don't forget to get shit done. Thanks for listening to the GSD Factor podcast. If you liked this episode, please rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, where you can also find previous episodes. Let's also connect on LinkedIn and Instagram. If you're looking for more information on the GSD Factor, visit us at gsdfactor.com. And always remember to GSD, get shit done. 